Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Up top, it says the bitch remains the person she is throughout her relationship with a man. She doesn't lose her friends. She doesn't give up her career or her hobbies. She doesn't give up all of her time or bend over backward. And unlike the nice girl, she's not too tolerant of disrespect. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Sparrow. And I'm Molly Demilier. And we are covering a fan suggestion book today. We are covering Why Men Love Bitches. <laughs> Why do they? Why do they, Erica? <laughs> I don't know, but it says, From Doormat to Dream Girl, A Woman's Guide to Holding Her Own in a Relationship. By uh, Sherry Argov, we think. Argov. Shout out to Sherry. Anyway, several people wrote in this book. We did our little post. Oh, really? Of like, what's a relationship uh, dating a book that you would recommend? That you've okay. Read? What was your first impression of the book? I liked that she early on got into what she actually meant by a bitch mm. because I think the way that women classify a bitch or like talk about a bitch is very different than the way men talk about a bitch. And very early on, she like talks about this study that she does of like throwing the title by like men in a test group and they were all just kind of like yeah <laughs> spot on right exactly they were like yep sounds about right <laughs> yeah nailed it mm-hmm. um and i think at first when a woman read a woman reads that it's like you think of someone who's just very abrasive or catty just really like kind of an asshole um but when men talk about a bitch it's just someone who's very direct <laughs> and like goes after what they yeah. want <laughs> they're like a bitch is is someone that's not going to put up with any bullshit right is more how they say it (laughs) yeah someone with (laughs) self-worth is really what she describes a bitch so in some ways i actually find it very disheartening that like we have to call a woman with self-worth a bitch i mean yeah (laughs) but it's true i see it uh i've seen it more predominantly in um like offices oh yeah that men are very quick or women even to call females bitches Mm -hmm. when they're just like direct and not like horsing around yeah where they're like yeah we have stuff to get done so hustle up yeah it's like wow what a bitch and you actually like have goals and people (laughs) are like um (laughs) like numbers aren't supposed to be your thing yeah exactly (laughs) but i agree because when someone was like why men love bitches i was like well i wouldn't describe it as bitches yeah, because you, you actually had a guy tell you to be more of a bitch once yes. too, which is kind of like what drew you that's, to this title. That's probably too. why I was like, we should we should get to this book soon because yeah. someone was, someone was like, yeah, you should you need to be more of a bitch, and I was <laughs> like, well, what am I supposed to say? And he was like, no, it's not you acting mean mm-hmm. or demanding. It's mm-hmm. just being like, yeah, you know what? I was actually really disappointed in this, and uh, you know, X Y Z. Yeah, and just, just like sticking up for yourself. Yeah, and the thing is though, I've never had a problem sticking up for myself, but a lot mm-hmm. of times in the dating world, there's these like towing the line things or gray mm-hmm. areas, mm-hmm. and basically the bitch is the one that will be like, "Hey, w- what's going on?" Yeah, and the too nice, as the book refers to, is the one that will be like, 
well, let me just see how this plays out. Right. Like almost like, you know, what's the saying? Like roll with it. Yeah. Or it's like uh, people treat you how you let them treat you. Yes. Is the two nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whereas the bitch in this book, I mean, right up top, one of the first things we wanted to cover is the difference between the two. It says the, uh, the biggest variable between a bitch and a woman who is too nice is fear. The bitch shows that she's not afraid to be without him. <laughs> and as Margaret Atwood said, fear has a smell as love does. It is said that excitement and fear come from the same part of the brain. When a man is slightly afraid of losing a woman, his excitement is piked, peaked, peaked. My bad. I was like, I don't know, peaked had a Q-U in it? <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Pekid. <laughs> oh, what a, what a hot start to the book. Um, and it says, uh, a bitch is a bitch with her actions because she isn't willing to give herself up. So Yeah, I think that's true. And I think it's a lot of like, don't show are your all your cards too early you know like there is a, something to intrigue and the chase which all of the books have told us like just don't play your hand too early right well the same way of uh i was saying this this is my issue with a lot of the books is it's like yo i want a little chase too though yeah like i want to feel like <laughs> I, I i need to feel like a purpose of me looking hot right you know? Oh, yeah, I like, know. That's why I was furious about that date that I was told to be more of a bitch. I was just more like, you know, I put this work in for what? Yeah. For nothing. <laughs> for and zero. You were also so checked out at the date and like the point that you were told to be a bitch. It was like, for what? Like, I'm, yeah. I don't want to see this man. No. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm trying to wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get out. I am jacking my watch to leave. <laughs> Buy my own drink. <laughs> you know, but that's just, that's a personal thing for me. It's uh, well, I feel like actually many women say this once they're in a relationship for a while is almost this thing of like, um, this happened to my cousin. She was all dolled up meeting up with like some old friends from like mm-hmm. childhood, high school, whatever. But, like, they were going to a nice place. Okay. So she on a hot dress, nice shoes, looked good. Okay. And her husband kind of was like, oh, like, mm-hmm. you didn't put that on to, like, go out with me. And she goes, take me somewhere where I would put this on. Okay. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. A lot of people have that feeling long-term in relationships of just, like, yeah, we've kind of gotten to this mundane routine. So, like, mm-hmm. if you're like, look, let's do a date night and get dolled up because it's partly, like, yeah, if it's not some place that you need to get dressed up, why am I suddenly getting dressed yeah, up? Yeah, like, I'm not going to put on a dress while you're in jeans. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm going to be overdressed or, like, overly hot dressed. Like, I'm in this hot crop top, and it's like, yo, we're not going to a club. Why am I in this outfit? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's. I mean, that's mostly how I, f- I see it, being a bitch-wise. I have no problem sticking up <laughs> for, like, you know, someone treating me poorly. But if you want to get me dolled up, you know, plan a night. I think for me, there's just situations, uh, there's a lot of situations where I'm like, I just don't care enough to say something. Like, I'm yes. already so checked out. That I'm like, just go on with your life and get away from me. But that, according to this book, is also being a bitch. You're not afraid. <laughs> okay. You're like, you know what? This doesn't matter to me. And I'm never going to see this soul again. And you could text me all you want. I'm not responding. Yeah. <laughs> you can make all the moves in the world. I'm not coming. Um, all right. So let's see. The next little uh, principle here in the chapter says, uh, if the choice is between her dignity and having a relationship, the bitch will prioritize her dignity above all else. Else, Jesus, I can't read. <laughs> Words are hard. Like, should I redo that? <laughs> My bad. Let's see. So up top it says, the bitch remains the person she is throughout her relationship with a man. 
She doesn't lose her friends. She doesn't give up her career or her hobbies. She doesn't give up all of her time or bend over backward. And unlike the nice girl, she's not too tolerant of disrespect. Because she is not afraid, ironically, he becomes afraid to lose her. It's like a reverse magnet. The person who is least dependent on the outcome of the relationship will automatically draw the other person in. I like this. And I think for me, the really important part is at the top where it says that like she doesn't change herself at any point. And I think some of the other like older books that we've read and advice to women out there is like you kind of need to trick him in the beginning. And Mm -hmm. I like how this is very straightforward of like no be be who you are but be upfront about it right and the right person is gonna like that but because i feel like i've been in situations where you know early on in a relationship i try and just be like very like meek and quiet and then when it flips they're like you're not that at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not what i said it for like this is a lot <laughs> um, i mean i agree with the quietness because a lot of times women talk too much yeah like on a date but that's Most partly because men right could partly because it's part of the chase there's almost this like try to get them to open up yeah but there's also this flip side of many of my male friends have been like yeah but there's some people you go out with and it's like man you're bringing absolutely nothing to the table yeah or it's kind of this thing of like oh do you expect me to just do all the work carry yeah. the whole conversation <laughs> it's because i felt that like, like that on a date like the reverse and yeah. it's just like this is exhausting like yeah like i'm racking my head for questions (laughs) like it just feels like a bad interview like you ever go on a job interview and you're like oh the interview just threw that question out of their ass (laughs) they're like what's uh what was an obstacle um you had to overcome in your life (laughs) and you're just like i got one that was like what was a song that you would be if you were a song this was like back in college for some like weird campus thing oh okay fuck off no but like <laughs> you can almost tell like it's a bad interviewer sometimes you're like yeah. i think you googled good interview questions <laughs> and it's like, quirky questions <laughs> you're like you leave the interview and you're like i still don't really know what the job is yeah <laughs> you're like i don't even think they know what the job is and they just were like let's see if we like this person just tell me the salary <laughs> at yeah. this point right you're like i don't i don't know i don't know what happened um yeah the part the part that feels manipulative i feel like is that last sentence i said what was that it's like you know i mean it is true but it's like the person who is least dependent on the outcome of the relationship will automatically draw the other person in it's a little bit of that like avoidant thing we read in the attached book Mm -hmm. that it's like yeah when you're avoidant it makes people kind of be like where are they what are they doing like yeah that's gonna create like an anxious person it might yeah so it's like i i agree with like I agree with the point of, like, you don't start seeing someone with a determined outcome of a relationship in your head. Yeah. Like, like the rules. That's what we don't mm-hmm. like. It's like, it's all about just getting the ring. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but do you actually really like this person? Yeah. And this actually, it gives scenarios at one point in the book. And one of the questions is, like, a common, the very common question that's like, what are you looking for? And it's the bitch mm, okay. that doesn't say like make a promise to a stranger that she wants a relationship and i love that because so wait many... hold on the bitch doesn't say no because it's like okay. a virtual stranger basically okay. like a first date what are you looking for and it's like yeah i hate that question i hate that so much i think it's asinine to say to a stranger like oh i want something long term <laughs> they could be a serial killer like well, i don't know it's not even long term it's like i actually have recently decided that that question is a big red flag specifically in online dating mm-hmm. and a lot of us are doing that right now but especially like i've had dudes bring that up like you're talking two seconds yeah and then they're like so what do you want here like what are you looking for and it's like 
Buddy, you're looking to hook up, homeboy. Buddy, I know your answer <laughs> yeah. is gonna be. I'm just looking for something casual. Yeah. Like no matter. Like it's they bring it up, and I feel like I've heard Jared say this before. They bring it up almost to be like. Yes, yeah, so later you can't get mad right. if you suddenly want more yeah. or ask me where's this going. It's like, well, I told you. Yeah. Early on, I wanted something <laughs> casual. <laughs> it's like they're just covering their bases. Yeah. They they're, burned. they're basically just making it like I could bounce on this yeah. or like you know not respond for a day or two because like well I'm just being casual. It's funny how like when we say casual, we say it like a snotty, <laughs> holding a martini voice. <laughs> no, I just want something casual. <laughs> no, Nothing too serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm at our trash. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, that's. Like, I only had the one scenario that I was like, yeah, I would hook up with you, but I don't want a relationship. Did you and tell him that? Yeah, I did. Okay. And but it was that thing that it's like I wanted to hook up with them, and I could have kept my mouth shut, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, that dude will still like come around. Yeah. And it's that thing that's like. I don't know why you're trying to you're trying to almost like friend me into liking you and it's like no you're already you're already friend zone in my yeah friend. like <laughs> you're, you're in already the bucket there. you can't get yeah. out <laughs> yeah and you are being a good friend so yeah but <laughs> anyway so this chapter ends by saying let's conclude this chapter by redefining the word bitch think of it as a term of endearment a bitch is not a woman who speaks in a harsh tone of voice it is a, it is not a woman who is abrasive or rude she is polite but clear she communicate communicates directly with a man in much the same way men communicate with one another. In a way, it's easier for a man to deal with her than with a woman who waffles or appears too emotional because the emotionally sensitive type of woman confuses him. The bitch knows what she likes and has an easier time expressing it directly. As a result, she gets what she wants. So, boom. Exactly what we said. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> no, but I like that. Especially, uh, like we said before, I feel like that work example is always the Mm -hmm. yeah you get labeled as a bitch if you're not like this super hey smiley yeah you know if you come in like we got a lot of work to do today boys yeah hop to it (laughs) everyone's like ugh, she on her period it's like no oh my god trying to run this office i know uh, i used to work in an office with older people and i knew a guy who used to keep track of a woman's period in the office. Shut up. A real thing. He told me one time in a meeting and uh, of just the two of us, and I was like, what the fuck? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. He's got the flow app on his <laughs> he, phone? He would put it on his like paper calendar. But how? Like in red pen. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> but what was confirmed? Like, unless you're someone's assistant, and it's like... Yo, I always got to do a tampon run once a month. Yeah, I don't know how. I, I'm like, I how would he ask- for sure know the start of it to even start tracking? I didn't know, or I didn't ask questions. That's but ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. He just, he just like picks her up a chocolate bar the days before. <laughs> He's like, I heard this helps. <laughs> Which actually, I read that uh, it's actually a Shark Tank lady. Okay. She made these things. It was like, it wasn't called like period bites, but it was something along the lines. Yeah, that probably And they were actually well. supposed to like help with like cramps and stuff and yeah. bloating. Because she did the research and she was like, yeah, you crave sugar, but that actually makes your symptoms worse. Yeah. So it's like she made these like special little bites or whatever. Oh, so you should, she should pay us. I just plugged. Fun fact. Whatever her period bites are. <laughs> One of my exes used to tell me that, uh, I don't even know if this is true, that like sex would help your cramps uh yeah that actually can oh. sex or exercise oh. can help cramps i mean i probably should have worked out but <laughs> <laughs> i mean listen i just like that he wasn't against uh running red lights as they say yeah <laughs> no he was like really into it i was like i mean your bed dude <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever 
Um, all right. So just to reiterate the bitch thing, I like this part right here. It says, um, the objective while dating is not to be mean. It is to give him the thrill of the chase by taking it slowly and letting him be a man. Yeah. So I think that's really important. And there's a few scenarios in here where it like calls out, like if he does this, it's like the bitch doesn't yell at him. Like, I think one of the examples right. is, like, he says he's going to call. He ends up calling, like, four hours later. It's, like, the nice girl answers the call right away and explains how upset she is and how she needs to be treated better. Yeah. But the bitch might not answer the call or just kind of lets it, like, roll off. Right. And g- almost, like, gives him the time to explain. Well, you know, if he's going to. Yeah, it's almost like the bitch move in that scenario is almost like, let him think you're mad. Right. Yeah, let him come to you. Yeah, my dad actually gave me recent advice, um, just in general, and he was like, "I feel like the," he's like, "I've come to learn that the person who talks first loses." Yeah, like I don't know why. Negotiation advice. Yeah, and he's that's like like the asking, "What are we?" Yeah, you're gonna lose. (laughs) You're gonna bring that up. You're gonna lose. So I think that's kind of like the the bitch almost just takes a back seat and lets the other person open the door. Yeah, I agree with it. To that point of that whole like spontaneous guy that truly is like spontaneous in romantic ways. And then yeah. the one that's like spontaneous because it's like, no, you're like an afterthought. <laughs> yeah. uh, it gives like prime examples of tr- like the excuses they'll give. Like basically it says, um, a man will try to get you to be very accessible because it's natural that he'll want to make things more convenient for himself, which as we all do, yeah. we're American. <laughs> we have delivery for a reason you know so we need a foreign man right <laughs> yeah one. exactly um and he'll do so by saying the following to pressure you to accommodate him i don't like to plan things i like to be spontaneous and i like to fly by the seat of my pants <laughs> i've heard a version of that so what, what's your one all of those like, oh yeah so many times it's painful Right. Like in my early twenties, I, I I feel like we all know this man. Um, I feel like another pressure is like call, like saying that you're not being very fun. Wait, what? Like <sighs> in terms of like a, a person's trying to like hit you up last minute to like meet them out. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like, oh come no. on, what you're home already? Like you're not very fun. Yeah. And it's like I'm tired, and the plans I had were over, and I went home. Yeah. It's like so yeah. One of my exes, uh, he used to just be like, I'm sending you a car. And he would literally, like, send a car to my apartment. But to bring you where? Usually his apartment. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, I mean, technically he's doing the making you more accessible. It's just costing him some money that it's like, I guess we could debate romantic or not. But I'm like, but if it's No, homeboy was expensing that. He told me. Oh, what? Oh, forget it. Yeah, then never mind. Then that is very convenient for him. Voya Financial paid for a lot of my booty calls. Yeah, he's getting, like, Uber rewards points. <laughs> shit that would be tempting yeah yeah shit. Like, well i don't i can't say no so i mean listen if you know what it is and you want it go for it <laughs> yeah. but it, if you were like this is prince charming i'd be like well that is that's debatable <laughs> yeah let's uh <laughs> let's make a pros and cons list um okay so this is this is a very important point it brings here too so another key factor that distinguishes the nice girl from the bitch is how much of herself she'll give up once you're in a relationship and he's shown a pattern of being interested over time, then it's okay to be a little bit more spontaneous. In the beginning, however, don't make yourself so accessible. If you do, the relationship will always be on his terms. 
Yeah, I think it's like it kind of sets a precedent, right? Yeah. Like, if you start things out and you're just free whenever he hits you up, I think this happens in New York a ton because people oh, for are sure. out later. And, you know, like after work, it's like 10 o'clock. A lot of people here like go out for happy hour. Yeah, on, or especially like, college. Yep. This was always the college thing. Oh, like, I'm yeah. at this party, you're at this party. Suddenly you're getting a text from someone. Yeah. And it's like, oh, where are you? Oh, mm-hmm. what's well, like. Let me know when you're heading home. Maybe we'll meet up. Yeah. And it is convenient for both of you. Right. But it is this thing that's like, all right, if he really liked you, he would probably have tried to hang out with you earlier in the night. Right. Or you're just, it's kind of like Pavlov's dogs. Like men are Mm. dumb, you know, like you're, (laughs) (laughs) men are dogs. And when you ring a bell, no. (laughs) You're like, it's like Pavlov's dog. I was like, oh, we're getting to psychology. You're like, men are stupid. They're so dumb. I was like, oh, okay. No, but it's like you're basically training them that like you're going to be available in these ways that are like very last yeah, minute. Yeah, you backup plan. Yeah. Which, let's be honest. I've had backup plans. For sure. You got to have a bench. Great. Yeah. <laughs> the they're, bench is important. They're wonderful. Hey, no <laughs> team goes to the Hall of Fame without a bench. Thank you. You need the bench's yeah. support to win the championship. <laughs> But partly because, like, if you got someone that's your bench person, right? Yeah. This is your, I call them back pockets, right? Yep. Back pockets, bench, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're out, and if you truly are out and, you know, maybe trying to meet someone that you would actually be romantic, romantically interested in having a full relationship, right? Mm-hmm. You are less likely to put up with other men's bullshit in the dating sense. Because yeah. you're like, look, I'm not in this just for some dick. Right. If I want I got that, that, I got the bench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, I got that over here. You got to add extra to my life. And they are very eager to get in the game. Yeah. Also, they know how to win. Yeah. <laughs> they know how to get us to home base. You don't. I, this would be a pure gamble on you, sir. I don't know if you could pitch. I don't know if you could hit. I don't know what position I'd put you in. But the bench, I got the bench. We've got some good practice hours in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there's something to that. Oh, yeah. Where it's sure. like the whole like when you least expect it or yeah, basically that's the also thing of um, the, the attached book recommended if you're anxious to date around. It was like, no, date multiple people at the same time. Yeah. Because you're not stressing about any of them. That's fair. And then Darwinism will happen and <laughs> the fittest will rise to the top and he will murder the other men. <laughs> That's definitely what Darwin meant. That's definitely. I think that was a lost chapter of uh, his book. That should be in there. Yeah. We should write, we should write a Darwinism for dating book. <laughs> like, this is how it works. You make a bracket. It's a whole thing. <laughs> The uh, week will die. Imagine doing an experiment, though, that, like, say there was a couple guys you were, like, dating. Okay. Almost to test, like, how much they were into you or loyalty. That you, like, get them all to go to one place and you, you make yourself, like, late or something. But then you have, like, different hot friends of yours, like, walk by. And you're just, like, outside <laughs> watching. You would do this, it's you kind of psycho. fucked up, but it's interesting. <laughs> It'd be an interesting. It'd be like Room Raiders, but... Not at all Room Raiders. <laughs> but entirely different. It would, it would just be like Room Raiders that I would watch on a camera. That's the only thing. I don't know. It's okay. Such a trap. It would be funny. I don't know. Listen, I mean, that's basically The Bachelorette, right? A lot different, actually. I get what you're saying. Of like, but... look, there's you're dating multiple people. I know. Yeah. But at some point in The Bachelorette, every girl gets like blown away if like oh my god you kiss that girl oh yeah you know which is 
I mean, come on. It's an idiot. I, yeah. I mean, the show's gotten a lot more PG-13, so I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, true. All right. So, also with spontaneity. I cannot. Spontaneity. Thank you, Molly. <laughs> uh, we have another point on this. <clears throat> a man knows which women will give in to last-minute requests. So, like you said, Pavlov's dog. Yep. Or the bench. <laughs> All right. Sometimes a man uh, will get tickets to something at the last minute, or he'll plan a romantic surprise. He is spontaneous, but you are clearly his first priority. So this is harmless. What you want to guard against is going on last minute dates or getting those last minute calls to do something because he didn't have anything better planned. Sometimes when a woman has feelings for a man, she can't distinguish between the two. Yeah. That's exactly the difference. Yeah. Because that's why they use that excuse. I forget exactly what it said, but, you know, like, oh, I'm really spontaneous. And it's I don't like, like to plan or I don't like calendars. Yeah, it's I like, fly by the suit of my pants. But I agree, like, spontaneity, that word I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, Maybe because I've never had a man that truly was spontaneous. Whatever. Spontaneous. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Damn it. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. <laughs> I'm not very good with plurals or whatever we're doing right now. You know what? I can make it with spreadsheet. Verb tenses. That's um. why I don't write a blog and I do a podcast. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So I forget what I was saying. Oh, yes. Okay. So true spontaneous men. Mm-hmm. Like it said, the spontaneousness is for Eve. Right? Like sending flowers to your work is being spontaneous. Yes. But it has the romantic aspect. Yes. And there will be things that come up last minute and he thinks of you. And that's what it's trying to say. Is right. Like if he gets, I mean, when the world was happening, this would happen <laughs> in cities like New York all the time of like you win tickets to something or like, you know, something last minute comes up mm. in that way. And he's right. like, hey, do you want to go with me? Or like this meeting got canceled. Want to go get drinks tonight? Like, right. Those are different things than you know it's 10 o'clock i'm out with the guys want to come for mm. like last call basically yeah. like you got to read through those lines I that's not even, spontaneous that's lining up yeah i would even say like i've pulled this of like um you know i like working late mm-hmm. and you're getting done with work and it's this thing like hey are you out yeah and you're like yeah i'm out and then they're like i'm hungry you want to meet me for food mm-hmm. or they're like man i could really use a drink i had a bitch of a work day yeah you want to come meet me for this drink yeah but that also isn't the like it's not the last call expectation right it's kind of like, like man already out yeah it's yeah. like oh i've had a h- tough day and you know i'd like to see you yeah but that's also the thing of like if i was out with a couple friends i would be like well me and my friends are at this bar like come yeah so that's also like the test it's like no you come to the bar and meet me you right. only want to come out i'm already out here Especially if it's not, like, far. Right. You're like, well, I'm with my friends. I'm not going to ditch them. And yeah. even if he's like, oh, you know what? Enjoy your night with your friends. It's like, okay, good. But yeah. that's that's another example I think that often happens to a lot of people. Yeah. And I think from a female perspective, we do this. Um, like, I would text you sometimes and be like, God, like, I really like my outfit. Like, I feel like I should be doing something in it. Like, Ooh, yeah. You know, and then at work. And then I'll just, like, tee it up for that night. Like, text them and be like, hey, like, what are you up to tonight? Yeah. You know, do you why have something not? going on? And, like try and make use of the outfit you know I mean, especially men yeah i mean they don't got that much time to get ready no <laughs> yeah but i'm oh i'm all for that well that's why i ended up um i mean listen to the patreon you want to hear more details but i ended up meeting that guy after mm-hmm. the bad date was because oh, i looked right. good and i was like you know what 
I don't want to go home yet. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do my usual move, get a drink from Oliver's <laughs> on my way home. And then there were these two cute guys in line that I ended up talking to. And then mm-hmm. I ended up hanging out with them for the night. And I was like, yeah. you know what? Good. What a turnaround we yeah. had. Because I was annoyed. I was like, I got a cute outfit on, did my hair, did my makeup for someone that was clearly not worth it. Yeah. Like, and then I met these two super nice people, mm-hmm. super fun, live in the neighborhood. And it's like, man, now I got a rooftop hookup. How about yeah. that? <laughs> and some new friends. <laughs> yeah. And then I met the one guy's girl, like another girl in a story I could okay. chill with. So it's like, hey, how about that? Huh? Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about this pandemic is you do meet people in your neighborhood. Yeah. That's very nobody's true. Nobody's going anywhere. <laughs> anyway. You want to join the Patreon? That's patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot. You want the exclusive. Um, all right. So this also wraps up on the whole bitch does not mean mean. And they use a beautiful analogy here. Again, the bitch is very nice. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> to say it like 20 times yeah. in the book. It's like, she is nice. <laughs> she is nice. Like, it's almost like as you're reading this, you're like, I'm going to be a bitch. And it's like, no, no, no. Nice, though. Reel it in. Reel it nice, in. though. <laughs> not your definition of one. Um, she is as sweet as a Georgia peach, but inside every sweet peach is a strong pit. And this means she won't explain the obvious when a man is disrespectful. There is no way to hold your own in a relationship and simultaneously accept rude behavior. There is nothing wrong with having a little self-respect and a few conditions. Boom. I fucking love that. This author has to be from the South because there's a couple Southern analogies in here. There's like, she's like a sweet magnolia <laughs> or a steel magnolia. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, li- I like the peach thing. Yeah, I do like it it's, too. Uh, it's like unassuming is I think right. what it's saying. It's yeah. like, yeah, you could be sweet, nice. I mean, that's something that might be classified as a little bit of a manipulative tactic of like the playing dumb. Like the playing yeah. dumb thing to get what you want. But the whole time you're like, oh, I know. I don't know that it's necessarily playing dumb because it's like, you know, if things are going well and you're first meeting someone, like, they're probably going to be putting on their best too, right? Oh, yeah. You're going to be sweet. And then it's like, but when something kind of pushes too far, that's where you're like, that's where the pit comes in, basically, where you're like, not not happening. Like, that's not good enough for me. Right. And I I think it's like, basically like having the self-worth to say that to someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially... um it says that they, you don't explain the obvious when a man is disrespectful. Yeah. Like, all you have to do is just be like, hey, I'm not cool with that. Right. And it's like, well, note taken. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or you can take the note, or you can not take the note. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is essentially, I feel like, the advice I've gotten from a lot of guy friends in indirect ways. Mm-hmm. Of the like, hey, do you really want to be with this person that's not like putting in this effort here? or that's not doing xyz and and it's almost like this reminder of like hey you're great yeah so like don't settle yeah you're great and you deserve someone who's gonna treat you like you are great yeah and i think the thing that can get really tough is when you do that thing that like all of the books have talked about like not you specifically but like people of like no these books are talking about me yeah (laughs) they're written for you (laughs) they are all about me (laughs) um just the chase though because it kind of it creates almost a story in your mind of like yeah. of what it could be or what it was. Mm. And it, it's easy to get like obsessed with it. Yes. But the bitch, as this book calls the woman who's just kind of like basically doesn't let her mind go there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like has her own standards of what she wants instead of like creating something in her head of what she wants. Oh, for sure. That's actually why um, a lot of people love that 500 days of summer movie. Yeah. And a lot of women like that movie, even though it's like the man is the one doing that. But the whole thing is, like, he's created this image in his mind 
of how great this person is and how it's it's going to be his person and then isn't accepting like this person is not giving you what you need or what you want mm-hmm. and it's like walk away from that man right it, it's hard to do yeah or that's why and maybe that's why a lot of people don't like that movie yeah it's very love hate and i think it's because like when you watch it most people will f- see something that they're like oh i've done that yeah and it's yeah. like it's like a painful reminder in a way mm-hmm. but i mean <laughs> it's one of those like good those. ones uh <laughs> i mean i don't want to give away the movie but if you just went through a breakup recently good one to watch <laughs> it's a good good rom- rom-com to watch and i did think it was hilarious by the way um all right so it ended by saying a few conditions so it gives us three conditions that you should follow condition number one he books in advance the message your time and attention are valuable so this also says when someone uh this is an interesting trick it brought up that when someone's like when can i see you don't be like um like next week i'm pretty open and it actually showed like a study in a doctor's office they did that you should tell them like two options mm-hmm. like you don't want to go to a doctor that's like we're wide open all next week yeah <laughs> you're like well no one else is trying to go to this doctor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like a very good doctor <laughs> like like it I'll was call you back <laughs> yeah like if it was like we have a bunch of openings next week what day is best for you it was saying like you should just be like well we can get you in it 2.15 on this day or 4.15 on this day. Now, with dating, it's like, don't give a specific time. Right. But it was saying, like, give two nights that are good for you. Mm-hmm. If you're like, oh, you know what? Um, Tuesday or Thursday is better for me. Yeah. And then let them choose. Yeah. I found this oddly. Um, a big part of my job is having to secure interviews with mm. reporters. And if you leave it open-ended, like reporters are like men they're just not gonna get back <laughs> to you <laughs> so you gotta go like sometimes i just make up times if they're like my spokesperson is like oh yeah i'm free all day wednesday i'm like between 9 and 12 on wednesday a.m or between 1 and 4 p.m <laughs> so it's Interesting. like okay. blocks right yeah i mean i think you're basically making it easier for them yeah like, when you give someone a direct day to check yeah it's like yeah go look at tuesday and go look at thursday right and if you're like, oh, oh, I have nothing Tuesday. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, then Tuesday. Pick yeah. a time. And when you leave it open, like, it's so much easier for someone to be like, yeah, I'll, like, I'll check my schedule and I'll get back to you. And then it, they never get back to you. And it's kind of this open thing. And then you feel needy having to, like, follow up and be like, oh, so are we doing that thing on, like, whatever day? Oh, yeah. But this is also a fuckboy sign. Yeah. When someone hits you up kind of last minute, you're like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not free tonight. But mm-hmm. another time. And if there's no effort at scheduling... It's like, you're just going to keep getting hit up. Yeah. Because men know who's going to answer. They're dogs. <laughs> They're dumb dogs. They're dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Condition number two. Don't see him when you are running on empty. The message, he does not come before basic needs. I think this is the one that most people are really bad at and don't yeah. even realize we're being mm-hmm. bad at. Yeah. I'm bad at this on, like, everything, not just men. Of just, yeah. like, stretching yourself too thin. Right. Like, you're trying to see your friends, and then you're with your friends, and then it's that thing you're like, I don't feel like I'm being this fun time. Right. It's like, look, when you really don't want to be out, when you really don't want to go to a party, don't go. Yeah. I've had to force myself to do this as I get older, and sometimes I literally just go into a hole and, like, don't answer text messages, mm. which is probably shitty, but, like... I just need kind of like a like this weekend I spent like 10 hours cleaning my room because I was like I just need to like yeah have this time and I think I texted like two people back 
And other than that, like, I didn't answer anything. <laughs> I was like, I can't. But I you don't, don't have to. to. No. I mean, that's, like, honestly, on my birthday, as much as, like, you love getting love from people, it's often an, often an overwhelming day yeah. of, like, text messages and calls. And you're yeah. like, you know what? I don't want to sit here and be on my phone. Yeah. Like, I want to go enjoy my day. Yeah. You're like, I appreciate the love, but it's like, anytime I text people, a lot of times, birthdays, you often won't hear back till the next day. Right. And it's like, yeah, because they were having a birthday. Right. They were right. enjoying their day. Right. Like, that was me. I answered like 10 in the morning and then I was like, all right, there's a bunch of messages here. I'll just get to <laughs> later. <laughs> They'll be there later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's like, I got to pocket these for another time. Yeah. Um, But I've... I've especially been bad at this with dating because it's partly the like you're trying to make time for someone you know you care about Mm -hmm. and then when you're with them it's almost like yeah you will be more irritable and stuff yeah or it's like you want to be with them but you don't want to be out with them Mm -hmm. you want to be home watching a movie with them yeah like I want to have downtime and self-care time and you could be there for that (laughs) yeah but if they're in you can hold me (laughs) yeah you can just hold me that's a fun night come on (laughs) Oh, man. Also, there's nothing worse. Can I throw this out there? There's yep. nothing worse than, like, being held by a man, like, cuddled. No, and there's like, not anything worse. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> We're in agreement. <laughs> that was not what I was going to say. Mine was an added thing. Okay. Mine was an added thing that I think a lot of people don't realize they're missing. Or I don't know if people have felt this. But you're being held by someone, right? And you're snuggled up, and you're sitting there like, just kiss the top of my head. Just do it. Just give a little kiss on the top of the head. I'm not a top it of the never head kiss kind of girl. Listen, I don't I'm know sorry. how to manifest it, but apparently what I was doing didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm manifesting. It's like, no, you're not. I wonder if it's because I'm like short and I'm like, don't touch the yeah, top of my head. Yeah, see, I like being held. I feel small. Yeah. I'm 5'11". And I'm like, people just pick me up and move me places all the time. Like, could you not fucking do this? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's more like an invasion of space. Yeah. True, that's true, how true. It feels. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah you told that story that you woke up still like being held by someone. You were like, Bleh. Yeah, I was like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> is this a nightmare? <laughs> he has not come back. <laughs> <laughs> Just a nightmare for everybody involved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Um... <laughs> Okay, condition number three, last one. If you aren't having fun or he isn't good company, end the date immediately and give a superficial explanation as to why. The message, you have a standard of how you expect to be treated. Yeah. It doesn't give an example of superficial explanation, though. The example it gives, it literally just says, tell him you're going home early. (laughs) Maybe that's like you don't really have to give a reason, especially if it's a first date. You don't. Let's take your date with oh, the guy God. who like didn't wear any like didn't do anything yeah he didn't even buy no water. effort he just, like sat on a bench didn't right? buy me a water yeah nothing. he was dressed like a scumbag like mm-hmm. yeah so i think that and you know what i did mention this podcast at one point i wonder if he's listening hello <laughs> you dirtbag <laughs> you've made it to three episodes <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh i love podcasts I'm like, oh, check it out now you're gonna love this one check it out next time you're in the park by your fucking self because no one came back leave a review to that terrible <laughs> um, <laughs> leave us a review but <laughs> sorry in that situation saying? i think it this is saying that you could have just been like i i gotta go like i'm i 
I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a pandemic and nothing's open, but I got somewhere to be. <laughs> I am very busy. I suddenly have somewhere to be. <laughs> yeah. And that is with anyone else. <laughs> well, nice talking to you. Yeah. Actually, can you wait on this bench for 10 minutes so I can get a head start? You're not just weirdly <laughs> walking behind me back. I'm like, actually, which direction out of the park? I don't live here. Um, yeah. I mean... It's just funny that it like says the line. It's like always keep a credit card in your back pocket or a twenty dollar bill in your bra. I'm like, who goes out with zero, zero emergency fund of something happening and getting home or a bag? Like, yeah. why are you stuffing in your, shit bra. In your bra? <laughs> maybe Put twenties in your bra. <laughs> maybe it's such a bad day. He stole your purse. <laughs> I was thinking if it goes well, your bra pops. And she's like, mm, what reason should I like tell him? <laughs> He's like running away with your bag. You're like, well. Nice meeting you. Good thing um, I have this 20. I have a meeting in the morning. <laughs> yeah, good thing I got a hot 20. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if, like, a date went well and you go home with a guy and you, like, take off your bra and, like, cash falls out? <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's a, that's if the date was bad. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> it would almost feel like they just won a prize. Right? <laughs> like you're a, like an arcade machine. It's like, tickets. <laughs> But um, it's funny because it also says, like, excuse yourself, go to the little girl's room and call a cab. But it's something that's like, is this indirectly almost being like, yo, you can just pull that move. Like, you go to the bathroom and you bounce. Yeah, and just never come back. I mean, you technically could. I've yeah. never done that, but. I feel, I mean, unless it's, like, a terrible, terrible date and they're, like, an asshole. Like, I feel like people in general just deserve more of, like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go. Like, I'm right. not going to get another drink kind yeah, of thing. It's, like, they need to be, like, behaving poorly. Yeah. Or, like, very clearly. Because it's, like, we've all been on a date where you're just, like, I'm just not feeling this connection. Right. But it's not that the person's being rude yeah. or insensitive. Right. That That's why it's, like, a lot of times people are, like, what do you owe someone? I'm, like, one drink, which usually ends up at least being a half hour if yeah. you're talking. Yeah. And the yeah. signal of, like, I don't really want this to continue is not ordering another drink. Right. Um, but and, and I do think that's why it's, like, good to kind of screen first dates. that you, Especially if it's, like, an app date or, like, someone who you, like, you do not know at all. Yeah. With something that can be as quick as one drink. Exactly. And like, like a phone call. Don't, yeah. Don't wrap yourself into a dinner off the bat. No, never. Like, My God. No. The only time dinner makes sense is if it is someone that you, like, know. Yes. And you're basically right. like, look, even if I don't like them romantically, I would have a good time talking to them over dinner. Right. Like, I can spend two to three hours with this person because realistically, like, that's how long it'll take from start to finish. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. But, um, I mean, that pretty much wraps up what we wanted to cover for today. I think we will for sure come back to this book. Yeah. I like uh, this. I do. I like it. It's, um, I don't know. How would you describe it in comparison to the other things? I think it's less, like fairy tale yeah in like all of the books that we've read that are definitely targeted towards women because this is obviously written for like a female demographic and i think it's just very straight up and all the other ones are like and then when you get the ring yeah <laughs> i mean yeah it's like uh, basically the only thing it takes from the rules is men will chase you yeah if they're interested they will make an effort yeah. right that's kind of the general thing from the rules in every book um <clears throat> But I kind of think it's a little bit of a attached in the sense of it's basically telling you to be a secure person. Yeah. It's like, hey, speak up for what you want. Mm -hmm. Communicate it. Don't just sit there dwelling on it or harping on people for it. Mm -hmm. um, 
but yeah, I mean, I like this one. I definitely would recommend it. Um, mm-hmm. But also, you can just keep listening to this podcast. We're going to cover more from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll do the work for you. like ya. Sherry gave us his book for free. So, <laughs> um, anyway, if you guys uh, are enjoying the pod and you want to support the podcast, you can join our Patreon. We have extra episodes there uh, for five Lots bucks a month. Support the pod. this month. I know. We had a bunch of new members. Shout out. I feel like we should start shouting out when people sign up. Yeah, we should. Giving you a little shout out. And also, if you have any questions or any suggestions, especially on research stuff, we really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We're at shooters got to shoot pod at gmail.com and shooters got to shoot pod on Instagram. And I'm at Sparica. And I'm at the guacamole. And this has been the kitty's titties. See you next week. Bye. Bye.